Congratulations! You're listening to Congratulations Pine Tree, the base number one arts and culture podcast with me, Kate Rose. And me, Maysoon Wazwaz. Okay, Maysoon, first off, we have to say a hearty thank you, and we love you, and we'll cherish you till we die, to Mel Prest, who gave us a donation Yay. this week. Thank you thank so you much, to Mel. Mel. We really appreciate it. Thank that. you to our sustaining donors, Jim Prosser and Anonymous. And if you want to donate to the show, you can go to congratulationspinetree.com and hit the donate button over there. It's in like the top right corner <laughs> or somewhere. And if you want to give us a call, 419-351-6606, you can tweet us at Pine Tree Podcast or you can send us an email, congratulationspinetree at gmail.com. And while we're getting Now a- we said all that. While we're getting. Before we said anything else. While we're getting all of the logistics out, I also want to say that, as always, Kate and I are always speaking as individuals on this podcast and never as representatives of any organization, company, institution. That's correct. (laughs) That goes for both of us from now into eternity. Until forever. Okay, but Maysoon, why are you about to drop some knowledge? No, I just feel like I should probably just, you know, make sure to say it at least every other episode. We didn't say it last time. I know. Woo! Last time was pretty cool, though. Last time we didn't do anything okay. rude. Okay, May soon. Guess what? There's something happening. Yeah, Lost Landscapes yes! 2021 Earth, Fire, Air, Water, California Infrastructure. Where, where, where? Go, go, go. Tell me everything quick. It's happening at the Herbs oh, Theater in San inside. Francisco on December 1st. December 1st, though. Okay. May soon you'll have your fucking booster shot by I know, then. I know, I just don't know. And your snork mask. I don't know. You're so freaked out about being inside. I don't know why you don't have the snork mask. <laughs> the snork mask. I love it. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I guess I should look it up. It's full on. It's like a fucking scuba tank for your face, <laughs> and you don't ever have to suck a virus in You at have all. like a water, I mean like an air, you have a water tank that's putting water into your mask. You could bring this fucking thing to the moon, and you'd be you all You have set. like an air, an air tank with you? Damn. I don't want to be one of okay. those assholes. It doesn't have an air tank, but I'm just saying it's got like next level filters. You could be underwater, over water. You could be in a volcano with this wow. thing. It's called the narwhal mask, people. <laughs> Get your snork mask on and head over to the Herps Theater on Wednesday, December 1st, 2021 at 7 p.m. Join us in person at the Herps Theater for this year's special one night showing of a new Lost Landscapes by Rick Pralinger. Presented by Long Now Foundation. Mm. If you are trying to live in San Francisco, you got to get out to one of these. Yeah, I really do think so. They're really, they're so fun. They're so fucking fun. I always want to go whenever I hear of them. And I probably won't go to this one, but I do love them. <laughs> Why not? Because you won't I have, have my snork mask, mask in time. I'm fucking going. You I'm don't going. even live I got in San Francisco. You don't have to ready. go. It's okay. I got one for the top and one for the bottom. Wait, you have one what? Snork mask? <laughs> I don't even want to know what the bottom is. <laughs> okay, Macy. Oh, no. Okay, under the Walk Walk Tree over there at Slash Gallery has a reading group that they're doing now. Oh, sweet. And session one is going to be November 6th from 1 to 2 p.m. at the Asian Art Museum. Oh, Okay. There, it's going to be a there's a symposium going on there called After Hope Symposium: Future Forms and Alternative Methods. So you got to get it in there. You got to pay museum admission and bring a proof of vaccination with you and your ID. Okay, but that's going to be the first one. Then there's going to be one on November twentieth, 
December 4th. Wait, Kate, that I want to know what the reading is. What's your feeling about reading Whoa, groups? some of the artists are going to be in these sessions. Oh, cool. Look, guys, get yourself <laughs> over to slashart.org. Okay, All written great. out, not the symbol. <laughs> and uh, you can get the reading list. The rec- there is a recommended reading list. Let me tell you what's on it, May soon. Oh, good. Thank you. And you all can see this yourselves at slashart.org. Oh, my God, May soon. <laughs> it's a thousand books. Oh, it's a thousand hell. different what are books. What you doing? You can't do Let that me to people. <laughs> Sorry, Nas. Let me just tell you, one of them is A Fire in My Heart, Kurdish Tales by Diane Edgecombe. Okay, cool. A Wizard of Earthsea by Ursula K. Le Guin. Great. After the Dance, A Walk Through Carnival in Jachmel, Haiti by Edwidge Dantecat. Okay. Okay. Some others include Fabulous Monsters, Dracula, Alice, Superman, and Other Literary Friends by Alberto Manguel. Hmm. Also, a real one that you could look at every day is called Technique and Magic, The Reconstruction of Reality by Frederico Campagna. I kind of like that. And another one you may be um, familiar with is The Uncanny by Sigmund Freud. Mm -hmm. They're doing the full gamut here. Okay, but my feeling is that they're probably going to be like, you're not reading the whole books. You're probably reading like sections. You got to read every single one of those books before you even come in. No, dude, in. that show isn't up long enough for that kind of a book club. Um, sorry, you got to do what you got to do, it. and it's read a hundred books. Okay, who's gonna be? Who's gonna be there? Are you going? Mm, I can't read, so Ooh, I think I'm kind I mean, of. I know precluded. you really can't these days. I was wondering about that. Kate has stopped no, reading I, currently. Should yeah. I get you a snork mask? Will you no, read please into don't. Society? Please don't get me a snork mask. Please don't. Please, please. Wait, what are you saying? I want to get you a snork mask so you can be part of the world again. I'm in the world. I went to fucking work today, dude. You don't want a little helmet? No, I don't want a helmet. I will not wear a snork mask. Is it that you're afraid to look silly? That's what I thought. Mm. Maysoon, we gotta we gotta embrace the the uncanny. Maysoon over there at Slide Space One Two Three, they have a show up called Raising Gold on view through November thirtieth. And that, of course, is a little side spot next to the Mills College Art Museum, okay? So you can get there over at 5000 MacArthur Boulevard in Oakland. Get on to the back, look for the signage, and you'll be there. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and Saturday and Sunday, 11 to 3. San Francisco-based artist and poet Maya Kinney collaborated with the students of Gallery as Laboratory. That must be a class. Yeah, it's a class. On you could just the tell. exhibition raising gold the show is an elemental collection inspired by the navaratna a piece of jewelry that contains nine gemstones which represent the wearer in the south indian tradition kenny's personal list consists of gold rust platinum graphite diamond silk bone pearl and lapis lazuli one of my favorite stones so pretty yeah Taking shape here in the silk thread of an unwound cocoon, graphite dust applied to a disc with such care that it becomes luminous or jagged shards of bone. Where are they getting these bones from? Mm-hmm. So go check it out. I was going to give listeners a little heads up. We're, we just celebrated Halloween, and now we're also, cel- are also celebrating Dia de los Muertos. And there are always fantastic um, exhibitions to see of, of altars made by you know local artists throughout 
the bay, both at Stomart's and also at the Mission Cultural Center for Latino Arts in the Mission, obviously. Um, so I just want to encourage folks to go out and check those out. They're always super fun to get in to get into. Where are the where are the the altars in Oakland? Do you know which? I know the Oakland Museum every year has oh, okay, a has something for the Day of the Dead. Awesome. The new Parkway Theater opened like back in September. It reopened and they did a bunch of remodeling and upgraded all the ventilation and all this stuff. And there really? they require vaccination proof for you to come in. Oh, and nice. so people, please get out there because they're really struggling. They sent an email out that they're like really not doing well financially. I know. So please get over there to the new Parkway Theater so it doesn't close forever. What's, what's they coming also, up over if there? You, tell us. Tell okay, us let me tell got. you. Okay, so you. say you want to go to a movie this upcoming Saturday. Right. That sounds no, like a let's idea. say you want to go to a movie this upcoming Thursday, November 4th. They have... Um, I, 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 they have a matinee that they have all the time called Baby Brigade, where you can bring your baby, but it's um, like an adult movie, so new moms can bring their little babies. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, maybe good for the new Great moms, and not moms. if you're not if you're not having a baby movie day. But mm-hmm. if you want to go see a movie with your little baby, you can see the jig is up at four o'clock. You can see Nine Days at four thirty. Respect the Aretha Franklin biopic at six o'clock. Lamb, the Icelandic movie, which I just recently saw, and it was very weird. You can see that at 7.05. They have trivia going on in the mezzanine at 7.30 on Thursday. And for some reason, they're playing Fight Club at 9 o'clock. This is, these are all movies for you and your baby? Fight Club? No, no, only that only that four o'clock movie is for the babies. Oh, like the matinee Just is baby. for the babies? That's the baby brigade. <laughs> yeah, they have baby brigade. Um, is it every Thursday? I think it's every Thursday. Every Thursday. And Do if you want to see a late movie on Thursday at 930, they're playing Mogul Mowgli. Okay. Don't know what that one is. Wait, Kate, Go pause, see a movie pause, at the New please. Parkway. What's up? Do the babies go for free? Oh, yeah, you don't got to buy a ticket for the baby. Okay, good. Just wanted to double check because, you know, parents got to know those things. Also, I think on Wednesdays is pay whatever you want. It's called, like, Karma Karma Cinema or something like that. Cute. You know, they got it all over there. And good food. You can get a whole dinner there, like a real legit dinner. Maybe I'll go check out the new Parkway. Okay, the Eastside Arts Alliance and Cultural Center has some big announcements. They are having a reading with San Francisco Poet Laureate Tongo Eisen Martin. That is going to be Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, November 6th at 7 p.m. at the Eastside Arts Alliance, which, if you forgot, is at 2277 International Boulevard. That's in Oakland, of course. Um, you know, I guess we're, are we kind of getting into holiday season here? Fort Mason sent me an email Ooh, announcing. Let's not jump the gun on that. Announcing all their holiday shows, like, all, like Renegade Craft Fair. There's a coffee festival coming. There's a crystal fair. All this stuff. Wow. What's up with crystals? Have we ever really actually gone you know through what? The, the looking crystal glass? fair? Hold on a second, everyone. I feel like our listeners might actually be really interested in the crystal fair, and that's before oh, all the our listeners are the key crystal so, demographic. Crystal fair goers, I want you to know that at Fort Mason, there's going to be the San Francisco Crystal Fair Winter 2021 show. It's going to be at Gallery 308 in Building A, Saturday, November 13th through Sunday, November 14th. So that's in two weekends. You can explore a wealth of gems and healing arts there. I kind of want to go. 
Uh-oh, Maysoon, it's time for a new segment. I'm not really into crystals, but I am curious about the people that are into crystals. <laughs> you didn't give up. But Do you know what I mean? Maysoon, it's time for a new segment. Who are the people that love crystals and why? I want to know. It's the same. They're it's, just the same people. It's Sarah Tebow. Hold on. It's the same. It's sort of the same thing as like people who like do tarot readings and astrology charts. Like people who know that world. I'm always like, wow. Which is everyone we know, Maysoon. It's everyone, just queers They're in San all Francisco. witches, and it's so great. I'm super into it. Anyhow, the crystals are coming from as far away places like the Himalayas and Madagascar. So really, if you're collecting Wait, crystals, soon. you can really get out there. Am I on one right now? May soon. I'm trying to introduce a new segment. <laughs> oh my God. Is there a new segment? Can I have it? New segment. New and segment. And it's called Naysayer. The oh, segment. Wait. Why? Because what have we really interrogated the whole situation with crystals yet? How are they sourced? Are we actually uh. doing bad with all our crystals and our salt lamps and our whatevers? Is this bad for the enviro? Is it bad for the people? Is there labor exploitation? Oh, I'm Should sure. Should this segment actually be called Party Pooper? The segment. Party Pooper. <laughs> yes. We got to call it the party pooper segment. That's the best. Granted, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I do want anyone that was excited about the crystal fair to get so sad. To no longer be excited. Come on, we can't be the Debbie Downers of the world. Well, I want to go. Do you have to pay to get in? Why are you going to, you go to this, but you won't go to the fucking Rick Pralinger thing? It's because it's outside. Well, it's not outside. It's in the fucking May soon. Mm. I'm telling you, just get the snork mask. <laughs> And you'll be able to do anything. I don't know why. I mean, there's something about being in a theater space that makes me feel claustrophobic. It's not even the mask situation, is it? It's more the people thing. Uh, is it an anxiety? I don't is know. There's anxiety? like, think about or it. it the- okay, no, listen to me. You're sitting in a theater in the dark in a row of seats where you might be in the fucking middle, which already annoys me, even if it's not COVID. I don't want to be stuck with anyone. Got to get that aisle seat. You got to get the aisle seat. But then, like, if you, it's just not, I don't know, I need a more relaxed situation. The Crystal Fair sounds like you can come and go as you fucking please. You can go in 13 yeah. times. You can sit outside. It's easy breezy at the it's Crystal Fair. It's easy breezy. It's $14 for both bit days, which is like, who the fuck is going to go for both days? Like, it's. Oh, I don't want to pay to get in. There's but you know cupboard. what? We have donations. Maybe your donors would be supportive of us using that money to go to the Crystal Fair. We're and not. Do a session. No, donors. We will never use your money to get to the Crystal Fair. What are we using it for? We're using it That's for like the end of all our donations the right there. <laughs> end of all the donations. Wait, but Kate, this is all towards research for our new segment, Debbie Downers of the World. What's it called? We're going to go there Party and we're going to be like, excuse me, ma'am. How are you sourcing these crystals? <laughs> Totally. We don't believe they work. Can you tell us more about the science behind crystal energy? Well, just kidding, though. Nothing against anyone who's trying to know where their crystals are sourced from. Nothing against that. We're pro-knowledge at Congratulations Pine Tree. Okay, you just opened a big bag of worms for everyone. I know. Everyone's we be really so mad crossed at you. a lot Sarah of Tebow's people going to fucking now. write in three times and be like, Kate. I'm a... Uh, the snork mask people are mad. The crystal <laughs> folks are mad. I'm Rick really Pralinger's I'm mad. so sorry. Everyone's mad at Pre- us now. Rick Pralinger, we're coming to your thing. I'm going to get Maysoon in there. Okay, Maysoon, guess what I have heard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> they got the Dream House raffle is still oh, going strong. Oh, no. Uh-uh, we're not talking about well, that. Why are they still doing this no, and how is it fuck legal? That. No. 
Okay. I can't. Okay, let's what move on. What else are they doing? Hey, what, me soon. What art-related thing is Yerba Buena Center for the Arts doing? Can you please tell me I have me no that? idea. They don't email me about anything except, except the Dream, for the Dream House, House raffle. raffle. Come on, you guys. Give us some more information. <laughs> I don't know why I get these emails. You probably... Did you enter once? No, I've never entered. It's like 100 bucks. I know, for just one ticket or one raffle, whatever it is. Sorry. There's some kind of new thing coming in. There was just an article on KQED about this new 200,000 square foot arts complex no. coming up in, in East Oakland, like in Jingletown. Oh. Oh. And Sam LaFribra was saying that... Is this the this, Rappaport's? No, They're no. They're opening up over it's there, too? It's this company called Hybrid... No. And according to Sam Lefevre, mm-hmm. so sorry, Sam, that I really know your name is French. <laughs> I've never really given Lefevre. it due diligence. Okay, you have a wonderful so, French accent. Sam Lefevre <laughs> said that this company, Highbridge, has bought more than $100 million in Oakland commercial property since 2016, including the Tribune Tower. May soon remember when we were talking about that art stuff they were doing in the Tribune yeah. building? Mm-hmm. So this is what's up with that. Okay, And in 2019, they borrowed $17.5 million from a $2.75 billion real estate income trust focused on transitional, in quotes, properties to buy this warehouse that is this space in East Oakland. I don't but like the it. KQED, the KQED article is basically saying that they're combating gentrification by, like, having artists involved in what they're doing. No. But that whole NFT no. thing sounded kind of sketch, and all the other stuff they're doing is... Oh, is that is that the group you that's know, doing once that again, stuff? Just like we were with the ICA, I do feel like we are the Debbie Downers. Maybe that's just all we, every segment, actually. <laughs> no, birds of Lake Merritt and clouds above my head are not Debbie yeah, Downers. Clouds segments. and birds, we're yay sayers. Those but are super everything yay. else, we're nay sayers. Here in the KQED article, that here's a little snippet from this. The new space is a former cotton mill slated for redevelopment. Once the project is completed, the entire 200,000-square-foot Jingletown building, not far from the 5th Avenue Marina, will become a new arts and culture complex called The Loom at 2150 Livingston Street. It's an ambitious project that promises solar power and a permaculture garden, spaces for classes and events, affordable artist studios. Affordable artist studios, the most ambiguous term ever known. Yeah. Also, dining, retail, below market rate, co-living spaces, and even a hotel. This article is not very critical. So this was written by Nastya Vonovskaya, okay. who I know has done other articles that are more kind of hard-hitting. Okay, Maysoon, well, let's do a full di- deep dive into that next we'll time. We'll be coming back to Although you with Maysoon, more information. Yes, Kate? You were supposed to do a deep dive for this episode about whether or not Jim Henson Studios has an artist-in-residence oh, program. Fuck. Do you have that information Was to present? I? <laughs> Was I really? I swear to God, every oh, episode you're like, I'm going to really find out everything about this topic for next episode. And then I immediately forget. I'm like, and I'm, I'm pretty sure thing. you were supposed to tell us about Sesame Street Artists in Residence program. You were supposed to tell us everything about every type of pumpkin. Oh, Jesus. How do you remember this stuff? Because <laughs> I have to listen to us the whole damn episode 70 <laughs> times when I'm editing it. Oh, man, Kate, you're a fucking saint. 
Um, um, Jack Fisher's got to show up. <laughs> God. Well, Maysoon, if you want to be swept away, you should go see at the Berkeley Rep the eagerly anticipated world premiere of Swept Away. <laughs> Tickets are on sale now to the general public. Okay. This is from Tony Award winning director Michael Meyer. Not any of the Michael Myers you're thinking of, but the Tony Award winning director. Blew the roof off the Berkeley rep in 2009 with Green Day's American Idiot, and now he returns with a world premiere musical featuring a book by Tony Award winning stage and screenwriter John Logan. With music and lyrics by America's biggest root band, Roots Band, the Abbott Brothers. Roots Band, I'm gonna like say on a top no, of the I'm house? I'm actually going to go ahead and say a no to a Duke Mox musical from the Abbott Brothers. So this is going to be a skip it and dip it. <laughs> skip it and dip it. <laughs> oh, no. The McAvoy Foundation has something going on. There's going to be a fi- film i think called we belong on sunday november 7th from two to four at the roxy theater i think that one got postponed because of the the storm we had so it's back now that's great just like n- you should never forget that the roxy theater is at 3117 16th street and this this movie is discover the soft power of dance to spark joy and dismantle dominant narratives in We Belong, a program of dance films curated by Tiny Dance Film Festival co-founders. Katie is literally making dinner inside of my microphone, but you keep going, Katie. I'm excited for that pasta. I can't hear it. Katie does okay. not give a fuck. Tiny Dance Film Festival co-founders Kat Grosby Cole and Eric Garcia. Mason, you gotta go to this. I'm gonna go to that. See Snork Mask Away and get over to the Roxy Theater. It's only like nine bucks. When was it again? That is this upcoming Sunday. Okay. From two to four, I believe. I just don't want to be in a theater with a lot of people. Like when you talk about your theater experience, you've been like, and no one's been in the theater when I'm gone. It's always just been me and one other person 30 feet, 30 miles away. Nobody's going to be at this dance thing. May soon some artsy fartsy dancing at two on a Sunday. No one's going at the Roxy. Yeah, they will. I bet you a thousand million dollars. No, wait, let's not actually bet that much, but I will bet you something. Let's bet something. I bet you $400 trillion that you can have three, you can have a, two seat radius around you i want more than two two seats front two seats in the back two no two seats seats. so you won't have anyone for two seats to your left two seats to your right two seats in front two seats behind i'm pretty sure that will be easy i'm gonna count how many people i'm gonna guess that there will be 15 people there maybe 20 okay and i mean that's kind of shitty let's not say that don't put that and all the tiny dance people Oh, God damn it, Maysoon. It just sounds kind of bitchy. There's only going to be 15 people there. Like, that's like... Well, but that's a ton for a fucking art shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but they want the theater to be full for their art event. I've been to art things where it was just me and the artist. <laughs> and me and the artist were the same person. <laughs> I'm just going to ask. Oh, man. Well, Maysoon, you know what'll never close? <laughs> I don't know. My copy of Birds of Lake Merritt by Alex Harris. This beautiful, thin volume of ruminations and wild emanations. A full-color field guide to 15 water birds easily found near Lake Merritt. And let me tell you, this week, Mason, we got to get into the snowy egret. Oh, 
cute. Or known by its Latin name, Egretta Tula. They can be 22 to 26 inches in length. The bright white snowy egret stands out against the murky edges of the lake where it hunts. They're slender, medium-sized birds with long, spindly black legs ending in bright yellow feet. Their beaks are sharp black points with a bright yellow patch at the base. Sometimes mistaken for another white egret, the great egret, which is also found at Lake Merritt, the two species can be differentiated by size because the great egrets are much larger. And I gotta tell you, we got these same birds are up there in the ficus trees across the street from my studio, right up there with the night herons. I don't know if they love the night herons or if they have a rivalry or what the deal is, but those motherfuckers are making some wild sounds up there. And the snowy egrets especially look like Christmas tree ornaments, you know, with their fluffy white bodies. They're so fuzzy and fluffy, like a funny little pom-pom sitting up there in the dark green tree. It's very funny to see them, and I love them, and I give them a hearty salute. Do you ever try to feed them anything? See if they'll like they'll like land on you, land on your arm. <laughs> I don't want them to land on me. They're pretty big, aren't they? Yeah, and their claws look scary. But may soon we they are way more afraid of us than we are of them because although snowy egret populations have rebounded and even expanded since they were nearly wiped out by hunters in the late 1800s, they are still threatened by habitat loss as wetlands disappear across the country. Wow. So everyone, respect the snowy egret. Um, maybe make a wetlands in your apartment. <laughs> And invite the snowy egrets to roost. Okay. It's a perfect time to make a wetland because it is actually kind of rainy and wet out here in the Bay Area. Ooh, been loving the rain. Been loving the rain. In fact, Thank the, you, rain. The clouds the clouds over my house today. Just rain. <laughs> rain clouds. What kind of clouds are rain clouds? Well, while you were talking about, you know, water and creating habitat for your the birds of Lake Merritt in your own house if you're concerned about their longevity out there on the lake... I was thinking about how the rain the rain today was creating a cloud that's called <laughs> I think it's vice versa. <laughs> I got messed up. <laughs> oh shit. The rain today really reminded me of these clouds that you call that are called nimbostratus, which are basically rain clouds. Now what is nimbus? Nimbus mean? yeah, nimbus apparently comes from the Latin word for rain. Well, there you have it. There you if have you're it. wondering Clearly. what kind of cloud is bringing the rain down on you, it's some kind of nimbus cloud. It's a nimbus. Nimbo. And we say thank you to the rain and we bow deeply, oh, deeply. and honor you. Please, please stay for a little while longer. Okay, Maysoon. Well, I'm going to be enjoying the rain and creating new wetlands from the bridge. <laughs> to the other bridge. To the island in between. This has been Congratulations, Congratulations Pine, Pine Tree. Tree.